Nikola Jokic is a basketball master. Centers are thriving in today's NBA. Who said they were dead? Although defense, well, that's long dead. As Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Russell Westbrook almost set some records on Sunday. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Monday, February 1st. Two centers are legitimate MVP candidates. Nikola Jokic, or Joel Embiid, would be the first center to win it since the early 2000s when Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett were running things. Now, we can always debate who is a center and who isn't. Tim Duncan was playing with David Robinson back then. He wasn't a center. All I know, as my man Trey Kirby would say, the big man is back! Look, Jokic and Embiid, they're definitely not traditional centers. Case in point, Nikola Jokic's performance on Sunday when his Nuggets took on the hottest team in the NBA, the Utah Jazz. He gave the Jazz 47 points in all sorts of ways. He hit threes, floaters on the move, going past bigs, going past smalls. He got past all of them. Two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, didn't matter. Defensive stalwart, Derek Favors, uh uh-uh. Wings, (laughs) the spin moves down low. The English on pretty reverse layups. The footwork. Jokic tied his career high with 47 points and added 12 boards and 5 assists. Unstoppable. Even though the Jazz came into this one having won 11 straight, they really had no chance. Jokic on a mission in this one. Me thinks he likes playing against Rudy Gobert. Let's move on to Embiid. But he didn't even play for the Sixers against the Pacers Sunday because of a sore back, Tass. It's true, other voice. And it looked like the Pacers had a sure win without Embiid in the lineup. Then I easily could have spun the storyline into Philly is 0-5 without Embiid this season. See how important he is to the number one seeded team in the Eastern Conference? Well, what's more important than manufactured storylines for Embiid's MVP chances is that Philly keeps racking up those wins. And it looked like they were done versus Indy. Down 16 early in the fourth quarter, Doc Rivers needed something, so he decided to play zone. And the Pacers hit only one shot the last 8 minutes and 15 seconds. Doc said they were calling it the John Chaney matchup zone, referring to the trailblazing Temple coach who died on Friday. Rest in power, coach. Tobias Harris had 27. Frickin' Firk and Korkmaz hit a couple huge buckets down the stretch. Malcolm Brogdon had 25 in the loss. The Sixers are now number one with a bullet in the Eastern Conference at 15-6. and six. Speaking of big men who have won MVP, let's get to Kevin Durant's Nets taking on the Wizards. KD is playing some center this season. Isn't he a big man? Get out of here, other voice. Durant versus Bradley Beal, the top two scorers in the NBA. They both got their 37 points in a game that had a final score of 149 to 146 in regulation. A season high in points for the Wizards came against the Nets. The Nets give up points, but they always seem to get just enough stops. Just that one that they need. And it looked like they had that in this game against the Wizards. But a wild sequence at the end. Starting with eight seconds left, Beal hit a three. And then the Nets literally gave the ball right back to Washington on the inbounds. Russell Westbrook hit a three. Two threes, all within 3.8 seconds. The Wizards were up one. The Nets then inbounded under Washington's hoop. And because Washington's defense is horrendous, they somehow got a direct pass underneath the hoop to Timothy Luabu Cabarro. He missed a lefty layup. And the Wizards won. Russell Westbrook got his second season high in a row. He led all scorers with 41 points and probably 
most words spoken. The Wiz got just their fourth win of the season, but two of them have come against Brooklyn. They are 4-12. and 12. James Harden sat with a thigh contusion in this one. It could have been a strategic sit by the Nets as he has not been in great shape. Although thigh contusions have been running rampant around the NBA this season. I'm not joking about that. The combined 295 points. 295 points. It's so many, I can't say it. It's the second highest scoring game in the last 25 seasons that didn't go to OT per ESPN stats and info. Look, the Nets can't play defense, so they made a signing. They signed free agent Iman Shumpert, otherwise known as Iman Shumpert. This will be Iman Shumpert's 10th season in the NBA. Wow, he's been around for a long time, but he's only 30 years old. And the signing sounds good in theory. The Nets need perimeter defense. But Iman Shumpert, again, only 30, so why isn't he on an NBA team? Well, the three-part... Uh, has been eluding him recently. He hasn't been a great scorer, hasn't been a great three-point shooter. And he was on the Brooklyn Nets just last year, but they only kept him around for a month. So hopefully Shumpert can turn it around and be a contributor on this team like he was to the 2016 Cavs when he won the championship alongside Kyrie Irving, who he'd be playing with again in Brooklyn. Or was this just a signing to get up to that 14-player requirement as the Nets needed to sign a player on the weekend to get to 14 players, they decided Iman Shumpert was their guy. Another rumored player to be going to the Nets is J.J. Redick. He was a healthy scratch in the Pelicans' last two games. And Sham Sharani of The Athletic has reported the Pelicans are focusing on trading him to the Nets, the 76ers, or the Celtics. Now, the Nets have said they are not done. But I don't think Redick is a fit, considering how bad they are defensively. The 76ers make sense because Redick was just there a couple of years ago, but he would be taking minutes away from players a lot younger than him. Redick is 36. The Celtics makes the most sense to me because they need somebody off the bench. The Sixers have enough players. The Celtics are desperate behind Kemba Walker and Marcus Smart to get some guard play. Staying at the top on Sunday, the Clippers had an early brunch matchup in Madison Square Garden. After being polite and letting the Knicks lead plenty of the conversation in the first half, L.A. did all the talking in the second half. We getting a Seinfeld reference here, J.D.? The Clippers are the NBA's best third-quarter team this season. After what happened in the playoffs last year, giving up those 3-1 leads, you know that was a focus coming into this year. Kawhi Leonard continued his potential MVP run with 28 points. And with the Jazz loss, the Clippers now own the league's best record at 16-5. Good news for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They haven't got a lot of that this season. Number one pick Anthony Edwards started his second consecutive game and was productive. 23 points, 5 boards, 4 assists, and 4 threes in a win against the Cavs. He and Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell hit plenty of three balls to overcome Carl Anthony Towns' absence. They almost didn't overcome it because poor Ed Davis had to guard beefy Andre Drummond. Ed Davis, that undersized center that gets the horrible task year after year after year of guarding guys... That are way too big for him. Drummond had 25 points and 22 rebounds as the Wolves were also missing Nas Reed. Bad news for Cleveland. That's hopefully not too bad. All-star hopeful Colin Sexton left the game after injuring that same ankle that caused him to miss five games earlier this year. Magic Raptors. Pascal Siakam said he's been feeling better physically. Siakam had 30 points and 10 rebounds against Orlando. 
back-to-back 30-point games for the first time this season for Pascal. And he had a huge jam on Aaron Gordon's hair. Raptors win. Raptors win. They're now 8-12. Utah Watanabe is the latest Raptor in a long line of Raptors to seemingly come out of nowhere and make an impact. The fan favorite hit all three of his threes. He's Toronto's new Jorge Garbajosa for all you Jorge Garbajosa heads out there. That's it for me. I'll be back Tuesday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. Make sure you check out Monday's full-length No Dunks episode where we will go through our winners and losers of the NBA weekend. I'll see you tomorrow.